Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, A Quick Shot of Romance. On this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, I am joined by Heather, who is Minnesota Hockey Mom Reads on Instagram, and we are reviewing Hostile Territory by Marie James, which is book one in the Black Ridge Security Series. Welcome back to the podcast, Heather. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So Heather's going to read the synopsis from Goodreads. Uh, Can you call someone an enemy if you haven't seen them for the better part of a decade? Deacon Black is perfectly content with the status quo. Work, sleep, repeat. Who cares if he's rigid, structured, and set in his ways? It's a job requirement that keeps his men safe and his company's doors open. One call is all it takes to upend his life and land him right back into a past he has tried to forget. Revisiting old ghosts is the last thing he needs, especially when the forced trip down memory lane includes the only woman he never wanted to see again. Annalise Grimaldi hit the jackpot with her life. From her trust fund to her best friend, she has it all. But her world comes crashing to a halt when her best friend vanishes leaving behind an apartment in tatters and more questions than answers. There is only one person she can think of that can help in a situation like this. She hates to make the call, but there isn't a thing she wouldn't do to make sure her friend is found, even setting aside her hatred for Deacon Black. This book isn't on Kindle Unlimited, but um, at the time of the recording, it is free. Um, Yeah, I would go get it like today. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, the release you, sorry it was june 25th of 2020 so yes almost so this a year one, it's been out almost yes yeah, so this one's enemies to lovers contemporary and romantic suspense it is not super heavy in romantic suspense but there's enough in there that you, you get it um it's a agree. steam level of about two yep um, i agree yeah, because, I mean, there are some really steamy moments, but there wasn't a lot. It was kind of a slow burn, but there was a lot of animosity between these two. Lots of, like, sexual tension, I felt like. I was like, uh-huh. do it already. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. So Deacon, he's, like, super extreme alpha at times. Um, and I love how he is not that typical jaded man who sleeps around like after him and his ex-wife got divorced. Like he was very like career focused and wanted to focus on that. Yeah. I really like that too. I, I looked at like how he kind of took his life and made it more like productive. Like he kind mm-hmm. of, you know, it wasn't that he wasn't successful, but he definitely was like career driven and like his boss, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it was nice too, because like, yes, this bad thing happened to him. And yes, he used as like a, almost like a um, motivation to do better, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like, he didn't let it affect like his decisions. Like it pushed him forward. Like he was not, go- he, he didn't look backwards. Like she was done with him. He was done with her and he was okay with that. Like he had a lot of anger and like issues like about her, his ex-wife, which I mean, you kind of understand. Mm-hmm. but it wasn't like a, a driving factor in his, in anything. Right. Um, yeah, I agree. I, um, at the beginning, I mean, I always really like disliked her, but, um, we'll kind of get to more about her, but yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit. Oh, she's, 
she is something. Let's talk a little bit about Annalise. Like I was surprised, like in the prologue, like you get a little glimpse of her and you, you feel like she's this really secure mm-hmm. one type of person. And then you meet her and she's, she's not really like she, she was raised a certain way. She was raised with money. Like she goes to galas. She goes, like, she does a lot of fundraising, like things for her parents. She doesn't have a real job um, right. for the most part, but she's actually pretty insecure when it comes to relationships and like friendships. And she's very like, she's not needy, but she just, she's not confident in those relationships. No. And I think, um, I really liked how she kind of, I think everyone looks at people with money and they think, oh, they have everything that, you know, they could possibly need. And yes, you can buy things, but you can't buy everything. And so Mm -hmm. I think that she does a really good job of like allowing Annalise to kind of evaluate her life and really think Mm -hmm. about what is important and what, what really matters. I, I was sort of surprised too at how, um, she lacked confidence in a lot of things. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think on the outside, most people thought she was a super confident, like she exudes confidence, but she doesn't feel it internally. Mm -hmm. Cause there was a lot of little moments. Like there is something that happens and she kind of loses touch with everybody. And she talks about how nobody has contacted her. Like Uh she was always the one who was reaching out to them. And she's like, what, what kind of relationships are these really? Like she almost is like all of these little things that are happening is making her reevaluate how she lives her life and how she right. looks at her life and the relationships that she has with people out. Cause like she has a good relationship with her parents and the little bits that we got, like they're very supportive, like very mm-hmm. like proud of her, like, but it's the other people in her life that are, are just selfish. Yeah. They're not no. really great. Mm-mm. they're not great at all right I love the fact that like after everything went down like Anna really took the time because I don't want to spoil anything um but she really took the time for herself like yes she was heartbroken yes like she wanted things to move forward but she she didn't know how he felt um right. but she she made the decision to like work from the ground up in her father's company like she didn't want him like Cause he had said, like, if you come and work with me, like we can put you here or here or here. And she's like, no, I want to start at the bottom. I want to work my way up. I want to work for everything I have. And I thought it was interesting when Charles, who you you find out who he is at one point, but when he mentions her working with her father, like she makes a point to say she's working for him, not with him. Right. And then he even says, that's awesome. Like, Mm -hmm. that's great, you know? And then, um, like he acknowledges like her going and working for what she has instead of being handed everything. Well, and and she's not expecting that handout. Like she realizes like, cause she's, they're pretty young. They're in their twenties. Like they're, I think they're 30. Are they 30? I thought they were in their 30s, but maybe I'm wrong. I thought they were t- like 27, 28-ish, but. Um, I don't know. I could but be still, wrong. Is 30s really not? I mean, 30s no, not, not old. <laughs> no, but like, 
even at that point, like she, but she's not expecting those handouts. Like she, at any, at any point in the story, like I didn't feel like she was one of those people who expected things to be a certain way. Like, yes, like she was raised this way. So yes, like this is what's expected of me, but she did not expect people to treat her that way. Right. I think Deacon, so from the get-go, when he gets this call, um, so his ex-wife is Danny, and mm -hmm. that's Annalise's best friend. And Annalise and Danny have been friends forever. Forever. Mm -hmm. And Danny and Deacon were married. Uh, they were like high school sweethearts. And then he went into the military. And then mm -hmm. um, she, they get divorced. Yeah, they got divorced because yeah. of infidelity. <clears throat> um, and they, you know, Annalise and Deacon just never talked to each other. And so I don't even think Annalise knew that he owned like the security company. She just called him. No, because, well, I don't think she did because when she went into the building and like went up to it, like she stood outside and like just looked at the sign for a while and was like, oh, he owns this. Like, I think she knew like he did something along mm -hmm. those lines, but like didn't realize because like once they got divorced, like she didn't have anything to do with him, but- oh. Let's talk about Danny just a little bit. Oh, because <laughs> she was a terrible person. She's terrible. a terrible human. I want to say she might be in my top five characters. I hate the most. Like she, I know hate is a strong word, but she's an awful per like she is awful. Awful. So there's awful. not a redeeming quality about her. No. No, there's not. And like, she treats Anna like so terribly and uh -huh. is so selfish. And I just want to be like, why are you friends with this person? But it, there's like this one like moment that they're out at the gala. And, well, at, when they went for drinks too. Yes, you're right. They went out for drinks and the, there is something that happens while they are out for drinks and Annalise finally sees like she's had these feelings back and forth, like since everything kind of went down, but she finally, like her eyes are open wide, like in this moment, it was like, wow, she really is a terrible person. Why is like, is she in my life? And then the gala happens and it just reinforces that. But I, but honestly, like she got it handed to her at that gala. Yes, she did. And I think like, I think Anna is very snarky with the deacon but mm -hmm. not with other people and then well, and i i almost felt like it was a defense mechanism for her because she she had like she had feelings for him like when they were younger and like she hid it behind the snarkiness and she did she wasn't able to almost not able to turn that off like even as adults right and i think she saw how much deacon loved danny and i think it was a I don't want to say jealousy, but kind of a jealousy thing where, mm -hmm. you know, she was envious that somebody could care about somebody else. Somebody else. And she wanted that, that for herself, which I mm -hmm. think everyone could understand. Um, yeah. But there, the things that come out of Danny's mouth, I'm just like, oh my God, I can't, <laughs> I couldn't. I was like, I, know. I hate her. I hate yeah. her. Um, 
Yeah, I agree. And then, so there was this big, I think that this was now after reading, you and I got an arc of the fifth, I think, book in the series, the right? The fifth book, yes. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. So then we were like, oh, we got to go back. So we started reading the whole series. We read this one. And I, this is, I think this is super suspenseful compared to some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it kind of ebbs and flows. Like some mm-hmm. of them have a lot of suspense, some of them don't. But I like you have that underlying suspense in all of them, but it's right. nice because it's not super heavy. Right. So. And this one, she pulls in um, another group of um, like another set of characters from another one of her series that yes. they need for like a mission or whatever. So I kind of yeah. thought that was really, I liked that a lot, kind of getting to know mm-hmm. their personalities before I jumped into that series because I'm going to. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> me too. But. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so let's see here, we're kind of going out of order here, but that's okay. We um, actually have to skip to our questions now. Oh, okay. That's fine. So did you like this book? Yes, I did. I really, really liked it. Um, it's a quick read. I felt like Marie James does a really good job. Her characters are super duper likable. Um, Mm -hmm. we didn't talk about Puff Daddy and I feel like we have to talk about Puff Daddy or at least just tell somebody. Okay. So Puff, Puff Daddy is a dirty talking parrot. Dirty talking. He has seriously probably the best lines in the entire series. And I I think think he's so fun to read. I can only imagine how fun he is to write. Dirty, dirty. He is a dirty bird. He is a literal dirty bird. Yeah. So, okay. Yes. I really like this series. Um, I, like I said, I read it out of order. I wouldn't recommend doing that. Like I said, this one's free right now. So you might as well just get in there. Start with number one. It's so good. What'd you think, Leah? And I really liked it too. But again, like since we did start out of order, but you don't lose anything reading them out of order. Like Mm-mm. we, I, I read book four first and then book five. I had arcs of both of those. And I didn't feel like I had to read book one, two, and three to understand who the characters were in book three and four. No, I, So it, they, they stand alone very well. I sort of actually liked reading book, starting at book five because you get a little piece of the characters and I mm-hmm. really, one of the things that I have loved the most about this series is the relationship with the, all the guys have. Like they all have different mm-hmm. personalities and their banter is on point. I love it. They, they do. And you get, this is one of those series where you get the guys, like there's not a lot of interaction with the girls from the past books, but mm-hmm. the guys are very like, there's a lot of that, a lot of like team team stuff because I mean they work together but they all like are constantly talking about how they're always at work yep I agree so who would typically like this book (laughs) I think you had said this too I think um contemporary romance fans um Mm -hmm. I think if you like some suspense or a little bit of mystery in your books this is totally for you like I said it doesn't overwhelm you and if you're not sure if not like suspense or military or whatever is your jam, I would recommend the series just to see if you like it, you know? Yeah, because it's very suspense light. Like mm-hmm. it's suspense, but suspense light. So yeah, I completely agree. Contemporary romance. Um, like it's, they're not super, super steamy. So 
you're good to go there. But yeah, I would agree. They're still very good. Um, would you recommend this book? I think because you get a lot more Puff Daddy. So it's like there's a lot more dirty. Sorry, what did you ask me? I, so would you, would you recommend this book? Oh, for sure. Totally. <laughs> I mean, I have, yes, read it. I really like her a lot. Like I said, mm-hmm. I already I bought all the books in the series and I downloaded the Cerberus. I don't want to say. Oh, you did? You, t- you already did download the Cerberus? <laughs> of course Yeah, on did. any play, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, this is definitely a series I recommend to other people. Um, All right. Well, thank you for joining me for this quick shot of romance. Happy reading, everybody. Bye. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.